swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? It is uh, the post-match instant reaction show here at This Is Tramia on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, joined by Paul Big Mouth Harper. Hello. Good evening. Is it at Paul Harper 82 isn't it, on Twitter? It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you not get, like, a blue tick now that you're a celebrity with a blacked out range in a huge mansion? I'm working on it, but yeah. as of yet, it's, uh, there's no blue tick as yet. Oh, what a shame. I'll, I'll have... see. Maybe next week. Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try and get it on for you. Um, I tell you what, what a, what a day it's been for Tramway Rovers. We should probably, before we get into the the, the analysis of the game, f- going through what what's happened. So it finished two all, um, two late goals, including a very very late ninety third minute equaliser. Um, but we should just you know go through what's happened. So it, we found out like no, no one knew anything, did we? Until the team went out at two o'clock. That um, yeah. And even then, it was quite. There was no until Nicola Palios revealed it at about half past two with a tweet. Um, yeah. It looks like the physio. Yeah, it was, and you know, probably quite right in terms of once we knew that we were going to have to play. But it seems to be that I think it looks like yesterday at some point one of the physios or medical staff, someone involved in the in the backroom staff, has tested positive, and then every single person who's come into contact with them has had to isolate so that has ended up being I'm not sure the numbers about 10 of the first team squad well, judging I, by the side that it that was put out yeah exactly and especially the bench so. um, I've had to isolate and it, the rules it looks like because none of the players were actually positive but they've just been into contact with we were unable to get the game called off or postponed for want of a better phrase um, can I just put in there yes please Paul I mean that's ridiculous rule. It is. I mean, you looked at last season, Bolton, and you know the hype, sort of harping on about what happened last season and stuff. But the AFL have set a precedence. Yeah, they have. But Bolton were were you know unable to to field you know a team because they felt that for medical reasons, you know, wasn't it safety of the players? Yeah. So we've had to play a load of kids today. You probably. Well, I'm not sure. Is the, is the youth team even playing at the moment? I'm not sure. I presume not, unless it's behind closed so, doors. I'm not, I'm not sure what's been going on with them. But we, we're forced to play, you know, half a dozen youth, youth team players. Well, some of the lads on I the bench, Paul, I've never hit... Biz- it's just bizarre. It's just double standards. 
and uh, I think Nicola Polios uh, tweeted that there was the possibility of a, a 15 point penalty if we didn't play I well, mean come on this is <laughs> I mean we're not in normal times it's not like that, that's just ridiculous it's not like we're trying to um, avoid playing the game because we've got a weakened squad it's a half our entire first team squad uh, is being is isolating like hundreds of thousands if not millions of people are in this country because of a global pandemic and just because it should be irrelevant whether they've got the virus or not if they're having to isolate that is all that matters they cannot play they have to isolate whether they've got the virus or not they are having to isolate so they cannot play the fact that they forced us to play this game today with the threat if they'd have said like um it shouldn't be if anyone is having to isolate to this level of having half your first team squad unable to play it should be an instant postponement and there should be no questions asked not the, we've obviously asked late on today haven't we when we found out or at any point when we knew what was going on it could have been this morning for all I know I'm sure we'll, we might find out the exact details but whatever point it was found out that 10 of our first team squad however many couldn't play it shouldn't be a question that the game is called off because the fact that they that that was threatened to us that they said we cannot guarantee that there won't be a 15 point deduction a 15 point deduction like say Bolton last year forget the game two years ago when they didn't play because the players went on strike they they like it's just Leighton Orient as well um, getting you know Spurs getting a bye a couple of weeks ago in the cup because of Leighton Orient it, it just I don't understand they've set precedents yeah. but then they just throw them out the window and it's just another one I know that I don't want to keep going on about last year but it's just making me think we were the only team to be screwed relegation wise Bottle and Southend were gone Macclesfield end up going down for you know because they're a basket case club financial problems the championship played on the Premier League played on we get relegated what was it by 0.01 of a point on points per game because it wasn't safe to play well suddenly this season it's safe to play but it clearly isn't because now are we the fifth team to have an outbreak even not even an outbreak yeah. Liverpool Mane got it um, Thiago got it so two players got it there yeah it's, uh, it, how is it like you can't have it both uh, ways it's baffling me and like to, to perform like they did today the lads out there every single one of them yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll come on to the performance and it's heroic yeah. To, to, to say the least but I'm all for trying to get the games going but there's got to be some common sense somewhere along the line and I know common sense and the EFL don't really go together but um, you know it just it just baffles me really well you want to talk yeah. like so we're getting it, it seems to be 15 we want to talk about the brilliant performance so let's, we let's, do let's but, fa- but first Paul people want to go on like it seems to be 15 is the number over the last 24 hours so you've got us getting threatened with a 15 point deduction if we don't put a team out today even though half our first team squad are having to isolate and you've got the Premier League on the other hand charging people 15 quid to watch West Brom v Burnley and not understanding why there's this huge outrage about it I've seen any Alucos tweeted going I don't understand what people are moaning about 15 pounds to watch one of the top sporting leagues in the world it's like she's got previous by the way for being like she's come from unbelievable quite easily avoided oh she's come from unbelievable privilege by the way Um, (laughs) going back to like she comes like her, her family in Nigeria are like just like hugely influential and it's like these people Paul like getting too political again these people from like power and just incredible influence just will never understand what it's like to be you know 15 pounds like who's who's got 15 pounds yes. to spare at the minute on on I don't care if it's your team do you know what I mean like 
if you're already subscribing to BT and Sky, like it should be given. If season ticket holders should be able to watch the games regardless, home games certainly. And you're we're paying ten pounds to watch the away games. Like, how can they justify this? It's second the amount of money they've just spent a billion pounds combined on transfers. You know, you've got bloody despite a global recession and a pandemic. You got, you got clubs like Arsenal, bloody signing Willian and paying him £250,000 a week and then letting 55 staff go and then you know um, making Gunnasaur, poor Gunnasaurus including Gunnasaurus like <laughs> do you know what I mean it's just the game's gone at the top level it'll never I had a couple of friends this week and I, they spoke about um, B teams and they they said it was good Everton Liverpool fans they were like it'd be a good thing and I went no it won't you don't understand do you and they were just like they were like we all could be a lot yeah, yeah. They both went. You should be. Ha- they both had the attitude <laughs> of you should be happy of the, of, the, of the money we give you anyway. And I was like, you sound like a pair of Tories, the pair of you, because you just do. They don't see the you know. Like, it's literally they live up here in the parapet, and they don't see us slumming it. Do you know what I mean? Like for them, outside of even the championship, it's not. And is it League One and League Two? Because they're never yes. going to be there. So why should we care? Why should we care? Like anyway, let's get to an incredible performance, and um, just. Like an unbelievable day, really, all around, Paul. Um, obviously, you, you were at the Witten Albion game, were you? Yeah. How'd they get on? Good win for, for Witten, 1 0. It was, uh, was immense again. Another clean sheet for Matt. So, 1 0 victory. So. Um, yeah. This performance, Paul, by the way, 2 all does not flatter us in the slightest, right? I would go as far as to say, in terms of the football played and the better side, we were the better side for me. And the least we deserve is a point. The second, their first goal is a deflection after a minute and a half. Just a, just a look. And then their second goal is an absolute scream. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. 25-yard turn, top in. But we had chances. We had so many good set pieces. The ref, I, I hate going on about the ref, but like anyone who watched that game will find that how, like, they, I don't know if they got a booking. They might have had one booking for a foul on right on the edge of their box in the last 20 minutes. He booked Khan for one. Which was a great tackle early on after about five minutes. He put Morris for one where he didn't touch their player, where their player goes flying saying he's touched him, he hasn't touched him. And, and all day he was given weird. He just wanted, and I had the feeling, Paul, until five minutes ago, the luck just wasn't him. Like Ellis missed a chance, um, a, a header from like two yards out, and it went straight to the keeper. Manny Monfe, I don't want. Do you get the feeling the ball just isn't bouncing for you in the box? Yeah. And it just, the ball just wasn't yeah. dropping for us. And I just felt it was one of them, yeah, we we're going to lose 2 0, but we'd be like, do you know what? It was a, we played really well and we we'll did see, what we yeah. could but to come back like we did Kieran Morris didn't know he's pulled that one from his right foot like his right foot's for standing on normally isn't it he? he's hit one yeah. from 25 yards into the top corner and that moment on they they were on the back foot for most of the game anyway but they went to pieces at the back and um, the equalising goals just the ball in the box Manny Monfe causes chaos there was a handball in there like I think if it was Prem with VAR we would have got a penalty they can't clear it. It drops to Paul Lewis. Who's, he's on the floor for some reason. He gets up and he just he hits one, and it goes through a crowd of players and ends up in the back of the net. And like absolutely fantastic, and the absolute least we deserved for that performance, Paul. The least we deserved, man to a man, they were outstanding. We, we made I'd say man of the match for me probably was Kieran Morris, who got a bit of criticism last week for being a bit off his game, not quite up to last season standards, but he was outstanding today. Jay Spearing, fantastic in the middle again. Sid Nelson having to play right back left it all on the line Ellis Manny Monthe you know Joe Murphy Joe Murphy didn't really have a save to make that's the thing he conceded too didn't really have a save to make but 
did what he had to do. The young lads who come in, Walker Rice, come on. Um, who was the guy? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I've forgotten the name of the guy who started. Who got sub for Walker Rice? Jake Burton. Jake Burton. Yeah, he looked good. He looked strong, good assured. We played some good, really good football. Otis Khan looks a player, doesn't he? He was all yeah. over the park. He nearly got in, and even after we equalised, he went down the line, skinned two players. And it was one of them where their player managed to get a last minute. He's about to break into the box, and their player tackled him, and it hit him and went out for a goal kick. Um, but just Matt to a man mate a great performance Kane Woolery getting 90 minutes you know he wasn't even supposed to be like match fit for this weekend but he was forced into 90 minutes and just an unbelievable yeah. from top to bottom 1 to 11 forget that 1 to 15 the entire squad just an incredible performance and the least we deserved with a 2 all draw and to do it in that style like it's, it doesn't get any better does it you just wish we could have been behind the goal on it's that tennis oh it yeah, is Paul so just I was going to I was going to say, like, the, the scenes for, for the, the last-minute goal would have been amazing. But, yeah, as you said, Matt, like, I've been following on Twitter as, as much as I can. And when you see that goal go in after two minutes, like a deflection, you just think, well, we've had no luck with, you know, obviously these these uh, these this COVID thing. Um, I think to pull a load of players out. No luck on a goal after two minutes as well. It's such a, you know, just... It's a killer blow. We could have had could have dropped then, and it could have could have could have been nasty. But thankfully, you know, the lads have, have played really well and uh, got got themselves back in. These young players are good, and we did touch on a couple of weeks ago, like uh, the youth players um, and whether they were good enough or not. I think Walker Rice is is definitely a good prospect. Jake Burton still very young, still very um, very raw, kind of a raw talent, but. What I saw in the in the youth team when I was when I was at the club looks a really really good good footballer there, and opportunities is what these these lads need. And albeit it's been in some strange circumstances this afternoon, but um, it's great that they've did these lads have had a chance. And and if they've done well, as you say they have, uh, Mark, then you know why not you know keep keep them in the in and around the first team and, and keep giving opportunities to the to the young players because it's the you know the, the the future of the club if you like i'd rather give a chance to one of our own young players than get a young lad on loan from a premier league academy i think most people you know they can't be that bad they've got to be good enough to at least you know step up we're in league two do you know what i mean we're not playing top level league one or championship if these lads have been given pro contracts your Walker Rice's, your Jake Burton's, they've got to give them a, a chance, sink or swim, and they swam today. Jake Burton's obviously unlucky to be hooked off, but it was to re- we changed the system because they were they were getting a bit on top of us at two 0 and you, you try and shore things up. And again, Jacko, like last week when he took pain off for Lewis, um, it worked, and we were the better side straight away from then. Again, the least we deserved was the draw. Um, we'll get we got a lot of tweets, obviously, so I'll go through. I'm not going to read. Every, the entire you know I'm going to try and get through every single tweet but I'm not going to read everyone's entire tweet just to highlight so start off with um, we should say again we're saying every week now but Twitter user at Gid Sentinel um, obviously his son Nate is undergoing quite intensive um, cancer treatments at the minute he's five year old kid he's given daily updates so everyone go and give him a follow at Gid Sentinel and just give him all your positive thoughts um, I, I honestly can't imagine what he's going through Um his poor son Nate. Um, hopefully, they were able to watch today, and that could have given them, you know, just the smallest of boosters, isn't it? Like a late point like that in them circumstances. So, 
Nate at Gid Sentinel on Twitter. Um, obviously, sending all our love and support. I'm sure everyone, all the Super White Army, but especially from me, Paul, and Jake here at This Is Tramia. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he got in touch and he said, "Just what we've just said there. Just imagine if we were there uh, another Saturday afternoon, going <laughs> whappy on a ward." Um, so yeah, so they they obviously <laughs> were either watching it or at least keeping up with the game, and you know, a smile on the face at a time like this is a. Uh, you know, small consolation, but anything that can, you know, put a smile on his face and, and his dad's face. So, yeah. Uh, Tramia Trish got in touch. That second half performance just shows the incredible character we have in this squad. Fully agreed. I think Salford thought the game was over. The camera kept zooming in, Paul, on um, Paul Scholes and Gary Neville were there. And for some reason, Roy Keane was there as well, sat by them. Uh, no masks on them either, by the way. So, you know, obviously you can do what you want if you're a millionaire football club owner. Um, but, I'd love to. They didn't zoom back in on them after our equaliser, so you know, be interesting to see what they've got to say on Twitter about that. Be interesting to see what they they have to say about the game even being played. To be honest, because if the boot was on the other foot and you know they had ten first team players missing, I imagine they wouldn't have wanted to play the game, would they? And wouldn't have they wouldn't have fancied being threatened with a fifteen point deduction either? Mm, well, I would imagine Mister Neville has got a fair bit of influence, yeah, uh, a bit of sway you know, at the AFL. Not. Yeah, I'm not saying it would have been different, but uh, it would have been very different, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, Sam Robinson, best result of the season so far, given the circumstances, fully deserved the point. And the siege mentality has been intensified even more, thanks to the EFL's unaptitude. Up the COVID-riddled whites. It's a good point, that, about, like, we were already, you know, got this siege mentality of, like, fuck the EFL and fuck everyone. But that today, just being made to play the game, being threatened with a 15-point deduction, and to be playing against Salford today, you know, like the absolute most hated team in the EFL, I think. <laughs> Who, no, no one's second team is Salford. Maybe Man U fans, and even then, like there's just this vanity project owned by, not just, own, it's Paul Lim, isn't it, who's the multi-billionaire owner of Valencia and um, other things. He's yeah. the real owner. So, like, yeah. you know, they're not in any financial pedal, and they never will be. You know, so they don't really care, do they? But they've they signed. They've got players on. Remember, Rooney's not there anymore. Adam Rooney, but Ash Hunter and players like that. You know, they shouldn't be playing at this level, and the, the wages they're paying is it's a disgrace. Like, but that's that's for another day. Today's our day. Um, Rob Denman says superb heart and character shown by the squad in the circumstances. James Donnelly, insert smug face emoji here. Slowly raised two fingers at Rick Paddy. Will fight for a well deserved draw. What a fight! Uh, full first would have hammered them today. They're not special. Will TRFC says just wow. Uh, SWA 1981 up the siege mentality. Whites one of the strangest games in history, and maybe our last game for a couple of weeks. It does raise the question: like, are we going to be able to even play next week at Newport? I would have thought not, because if, if you know the players test positive, and even again, even if not, they haven't so isolated. So surely we can't play next week. But again, who knows? Who knows? How long do they have to isolate? Two weeks. If two weeks you've got to isolate for. It's, it's weird. Uh, my, one of my best mates actually rang me before the game and his um, fiance tested, uh, well, no, her best friend has tested positive and she's been going around everywhere. So she's been a super spreader. So immediately she, um, his fiance now, as her best friend, has had to isolate for two weeks. Um, oh. Even though if you've got it, it's only 10 days. But the theory is if you might have it, you know, you might be asymptomatic or you might not have the symptoms yet. So you have to, if it's worse yeah. if you haven't got it yet because it's got to be, you've got to let the virus, you know, uh, gestate or whatever the word is and let yeah. it pass by. So yeah, it's two weeks. So again, who knows? We might have no game for two weeks. Uh, Roycer 808 says, fucking great spirit and fight back at the end from the lads. 
fully agreed. Like, and I have to add, the threat of a 15-point deduction from the EFL is a joke when compared to the precedence they've set this season. Uh, yeah, I think we all agree on that. Steer TRFC, guys gets in touch. Emotional wreck puts our team spirit on another level. Suadome! So, yeah, it feels like a win, doesn't it? It's bizarre. Uh, Brian Lingard got what they deserved in the second half. In fact, from about halfway through the first half, well done and made our weekend SWA. Martin Oliver says, superb performance this. To show that much bottle with a seriously makeshift side and match the media darlings head-to-head head head, fighting to the very end. Simply superb. Stick your EFL, we are trammy. Stick your COVID. The Viking gets in touch, says nothing to do with today's game, but the other 23 teams need to realise it's a fucking privilege for every single one of them to be on the same pitch as us. We shouldn't respect any of them and certainly not fear them home or away. They're nothing but an inconvenience. We've got to have that attitude now even more. So we've got to be like, we fucking got to show these people these. Like, no one cared about us when we got relegated. Everyone keeps going, shut up, stop moaning. And it's like, and again today, like being forced to play with that squad. We've just got to go. Just honestly, fuck everyone else. We're fucking Trammy Rovers, and you know we're here to fight till the death, and that's what we're doing. And it's great to see what a day today, what a performance. Kenny Senior gets in touch every week with us. What can you say? Barebone squad, chucking the youth in, players out all over it, and we pull that out the bag. Exactly. Um, everyone deserves a bevy tonight. Enjoy it. Well, I'm going to get my weekly Saturday night Donner kebab from Yummies and Birkenhead, and let me tell you, I'm going to fucking enjoy it. Uh, Stephen Rawlinson says, well-deserved point. Wrote us off when we saw the line. I think we all did. Wrote us off at half-time, but fuck me, the lads grafted and fucking told me straight. Ryan McKenzie sums this club up. So many times we've been faced with adversity and rose up against it. This team today involved... Good point, this. It's like the spirit of Wembley 2018. What a performance and a fully deserved point. Hopefully one of many middle fingers to the EFL. SD21 deserved something out of that. They should have been comfortable against that lineup today. Key players we were missing and how we had to line up. Can't be right being forced to play in those circumstances. Good point away from home. Morris, man of the match for me as well. Fully agreed. Tramia Andy, fantastic result and comeback, but the Salford goals were too easy and Salford are nothing special. Great grit and attitude in such troubling times, but obviously we get shafted again by the EFL. Robert Topham, some of my neighbours came in the street to, uh, in the 93rd minute to see what the commotion was. It was just me <laughs> with my living room window unknowingly left open, exercising my vocal cords. Fantastic from the lads. Just same in my front room. Like, I think I woke the cat up in the other room as well. She's now sat with me looking out the window, looking annoyed at me waking her up from her little afternoon snooze. Uh, Matt Jones, not journalist Matt Jones, another one, single T Matt Jones. Great performance, didn't create a lot, but took the chances when we did. Great finish from Morris, but equally calm one from Lewis. Beverly Jones, couldn't be happier. We couldn't feel the full team because of COVID, yet Paul Scholes and Gary Neville sat in stands right next to each other, no masks, yeah? Like, it just seems one rule for them, one, for, uh, one rule for us, doesn't it? Rob Tyler, given that we had practically half a squad out, the lads dug in deep and showed great character uh, considering the circumstances. Nathan Jeddah, just wish we played them at full strength. They didn't look anything special. Addo163, if only Manny Monthy bagged that over their kick. Oh, Paul, he had off a free kick ball in about eight yards out and he tried, he'd done an overhead kick and it went just over the bar. I think that was nil-nil. Can you imagine a free 2 win with a Manny Monthy overhead kick? Sounds immense. Oh, mate, wait for the highlights. It's worth it's worth the price <laughs> of admission. Um, Sean gets in touch, speechless, remarkable stuff, where there is faith, there is light and strength. He also says, on a side note, those trick-or-treat packs from the club shop are an absolute bargain, easily worth uh, the five quid that they are recommended. I'm not I'm not hearing about them, but it must be a, you know, a stay-at-home trick-or-treat pack for the kids, mustn't it? So, yeah, another good incentive yeah. by the club. 
Yeah, I think um, yeah, they've just put sort of little sort of goodie bags together and stuff. So has it got charmy chocolate yeah, bars in? Do it. I'd imagine so. Yeah, the greatest, as we've now said. To be fair, the new charmy chocolate bars, as we said last year when we were talking about them, these new ones they've got in now are actually nice. The ones that they had in the nineties tasted like like eating a pencil. It was disgusting. Um, so yeah, get yourself down to the club shop. We should also put, before we finish off going through the tweets, um, we've had a lot of media coverage this week, haven't we, on Sky Sports News, ITN, Granada News, BBC, Northwest Tonight, yeah. about um, just how important the club's been to the community throughout this, for like the last six months. And um, some other stuff about how much they've helped um, with like you know, people struggling with mental health. And um, just the work the club do. With again, not a lot of money, we're scrambling for grants, aren't we, from here, there, and everywhere? Yeah. Um, but just it was something insane like the amount of like food parcels, it was like over a thousand food parcels we've given out. Yeah. And just for a club of our size with not much money, you know, the, the work we do in the community is unbelievable. I know Premier League clubs do a lot of work, and so they should, but you know, they've got the money there, haven't they, to, to do these things. We're fighting and scrapping for everything, and we're so important to the local community, which is why it annoys me so much when things like the mural in Oxton Village, people moan about it and get changed. Yeah. And it's like, listen, did you have any idea that like people, like some people have said that they literally don't think they'd have survived without the food parcels and support they've had from the club over the last six yeah. months? And I mean, let's be honest, when all this outbreak started, like the club didn't have to do any of this. But they've chosen to, um, because it is a it's a focal part of the community, and you know it's it's Wivell's club, yeah. And we don't just look after, you know, people in Birkenhead. It's far wider range than that. And as you say, like people in Oxton, are, you know, don't throw stones in glass houses, sort of thing. <laughs> but um, you know, the 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 amount of good work that goes on in the community in normal times is is amazing. And uh, the, the the stuff they've done through the pandemic has just been outstanding. And credit to the Palioses, Dawn, Dawn Tolcho, who kind of coordinates all the community side of things. Steve Williams, uh, Louise, all the staff there. Um, you know, they're different class. They go that extra step. And and as you say, so many people struggling at this time, not being able to get out. Um, you know, not being able to go to shops or whatever. Um, not being able to afford food. And we, you know. The, the club, as well as the supporters who have made all the donations and stuff to enable them to do that, and all the grants and stuff, everybody's just come together to 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 make this this big project happen. And you know, credit to everyone who's been involved because it's it, it is immense and it makes you so so proud of this club. And as you say, you know, we're so so proud of the performance today from you know a young side, inexperienced, backs against the wall kind of thing from the from the from the off. Um, and they've pulled it off, and that just epitomises the kind of spirit that's going on at the club at the moment. Well, I'd say what epitomises the never say dying attitude and the spirit of the club. Forget what we're doing in the community. You got Manny Monthe and Sid Nelson rampaging down the right and left wings in the 90th minute, whipping balls in. Like what a time to be alive, Paul! And it's not often <laughs> I've said that in the last six months. Um, 
try and finish off the tweets because you can imagine there's a lot of them. Uh, Benjamin Marsh, if that doesn't show the team spirit in the squad, I don't know what would. Louis Greenside says their manager subbing off Darren Gibson for a third striker was a big moment. Gave Morris more space and he came deep for the last 10 minutes. Dean Yards, unbelievable effort from the lads. So, so proud. Adrian Harrington says money can't buy you everything. Unbelievable club, unbelievable ride. This is what it's like to be Tramia. Fully agree. Nathan Hepke says, big fan of the bold decision-making from Jacko in the last two games. Probably controlled the game after making that sub in the first half. Fully agree. Uh, Miles, what a fucking point. Shouldn't expect anything from these next games with our squad in isolation. That's if these games get played. Uh, Sam Page, hope Gary Neville is crying now. <laughs> Hayden Absalom says, up the COVID-riddled whites. Ethan Holroyd just says, class. Max Davis, fucking quality. <laughs> Unlucky EFL. Um, Sean Stokes didn't see it <laughs> bladded on soju which looks like oh my god looks like a, like a sake he's over in Thailand isn't he um, looks like bloody hell looks like a strong bevy he's drinking uh, but said as soon as I seen the team that was there there was no chance we were losing today at our best in these situations up the fucking whites get yourself another bevy son you've deserved it uh, Dave Owen up the absolute bastard COVID infected super white army <laughs> Fuck the AFL. How long do we just sit back and let these pen pushers fuck us over repeatedly before making their life as difficult as they do ours? Fully agree. Um, I think I speak for everyone when I say fuck the AFL. Uh, they can swivel on this middle finger that I'm putting up that they can't see because this is a podcast. Um, a couple more. Let's get the last few thoughts in before we wrap this up. Classic Tramia Pictures. A great account, by the way. Go and follow it on um, on Twitter. Puts loads of great old photos and vids up of Tramia from the past so proud of the boys today proper credit to the club must be some team spirit and the camps have got through that and come up with uh, the result well done the boys Martin Darko up the Rovers down the EFL um, Philip Prophet is a Dundee United fan <laughs> so did touch. you see Martin Darko's DM uh, no what did he say Paul shall I go into the account and have a look at it jump into the DMs okay slide into <laughs> our own DMs yeah, uh, we'll for a read. Um, Philip Prophet is a Dundee United fan just said take Mellon back because <laughs> I think they had a poor result today in the League Cup didn't they um, yeah he's not doing too well up there is he but it seems like a lifetime ago doesn't it like the Mellon days sad um, and I, I wish them all I do think he'll do well for them but like He's not got the best squad, has he? Alex Marks, um, two great results for him in the last couple of days. Northern Ireland getting through on pens. And then Tramway today, up the whites, up the whites, up the fucking whites. So, uh, yeah, that seems to be the over... Like, just It's great, isn't it, when you look back after that Cheltenham game, how positive we've been able to be the last three weeks after these results. It's mad as well, considering two of them were draws. But, like, the nil-nil was a turning point because we played so well. Last week was just a good, you know, bog-standard performance and a good win. To come out of that today, it, it feels like a win, doesn't it? It really does feel like a win, which is bonkers yeah. to think. Um, <laughs> okay, was this uh, was this is this the DM he sent us just before kick uh, at kickoff time? Yeah. Okay, this is Martin Darko sending this to, to the at this is Tramia. Go and give us a follow on Twitter um, account. I get this in early. The truth is, it's hard to judge a defeat like this. Uh, when we've not been dealt a fair hand. This was at four minutes past three, by the way, so we've just gone 1-0 down. It's hard, truth is, it's hard to judge a defeat like this when we've not been dealt a fair hand. That's the way it is. Once again, Tramia on the end of another fucking technicality. Without these plays for two weeks, but if one of them gets a positive test, we can postpone games. EFL governing like the Tory party, it's a fucking shambles. Tramia against the fucking world. Okay, then he sent another message. At 4.58, just after the full-time whistle. This isn't relevant. Up the fucking whites. 
Oh, what a football club. What a fucking football club. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, we, we live for these must, days, don't we? Yeah, we must say a massive thank you to everyone getting in touch again. We get so many messages. Really helps us put these uh, these shows together. Oh, so they wouldn't exist without them, would they? No, exactly, yeah. Um, there's only so much we can say, and it's good to get a, a bit of, uh, you know, analysis from our... <laughs> Come on, follow us on Twitter. Well, Paul, so. I've got some breaking news. <coughs> Can I interrupt? Some uh, breaking. This is Tramia news. Go on. From our correspondent, Liam Kearney. He says Tramia have tested positive for being fucking boss. <laughs> Happy days. That's breaking news. Can we get a little yellow breaking news ticker at the bottom of the pod? Yeah, we, we can sort that out. I'm sure. Do you know what, Paul? I think I'm not. I'm not going to make me six pm deadline for this bastard. And it's all your fault because you can't come on the air. I'll just. I'm going to reveal what happened there Paul so I like to try and get these done before 6 so we need to get them wrapped up we need to finish really by quarter to 6 so I can quickly export the audio edit it normalise it and upload it Um, but Paul Harper is too busy Paul Big Mouth Harper Paul Big Shot Harper Paul Big Shot Big Mouth Harper too busy on Silk FM doing his Witten Albion report before like that's this is this this is the guy's I mean, become this is how big time Paul Harper's become that I this is Tramia Podcast me and Jake Keogh are second fiddle can you believe this guy? Oh, no. Uh, I mean, I mean they, did, they did say five past five that it would come to me for the full-time report. And it was um, it was gone quarter past when they phoned me. But oh. I do I do apologise. Well, Paul, and, I, I uh, do not accept your apology. I'm sure... I'm sure the fans won't uh, won't mind that it's going up a quarter past six instead think, of six o'clock. I think they will. I think you so. forget, mate. It's like the old days when Noel's house party was on at six o'clock on BBC One in 1992. <laughs> People were like, right, we are sat round the telly waiting for Noel's house party, waiting for the gotcha, waiting for yeah, Noel's like uh, waiting for Sammy the Shammy and Mr. Blobby to come on. They're waiting for this podcast, mate. They're, they're sat, they can't start until 6pm. This is Drammy, a post-match reaction podcast comes out, and you are ruining everyone's weekend, Paul. You, Paul, big mouth, big time Harper. It's like when the match of the day gets uh, put back because of, uh, you know, last night of the proms. Ugh, nonsense. <laughs> Doesn't start till like quarter past eleven. No, but, uh, too late. Yeah, I do apologise, and uh, yeah, hopefully well, it's worth the wait. Well, Paul, I speak on behalf of all the Tramia fans, Super White Army, that they all don't accept your apology. <laughs> Sound. <laughs> I can live with that. Um, before we wrap up, I'm going to do it. Well, we should say as well, of course, we, we are always sponsored by um, the Official Supporters Club. They have got yep. their um, retro 1994-95. Uh, Rover Sports jumpers in the club shop and available online now, I believe. Uh, £35 each, available in the classic green, black and purple. Um, they are flying out by all accounts. And the last stock of the Claret and Blue retro shirt are in store as well. I think there's a handful of them left, um, which needs to be just gobbled up because they're the greatest. Like, they are the greatest. So, a big they, they obviously, they pay our... They, they cover all our running for costs for this show. Um, the SoundCloud account, and just all, you know, they helped us upgrade our equipment last year. So a huge thanks to the official supporters club as ever. Um, and if you enjoy this podcast and all the Tramia podcasts and just like any football, sports podcast in general, I started my, I spoke about it a few weeks ago, but I've started my Patreon and um, it's just uh, Patreon forward slash Matt Hibbert. It's on, it's my pinned tweet on my Twitter account is the link to it. It's at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. It's the pinned tweet at the top. Um, I've got 37 patrons, Paul, at the minute, which is bonkers. Like I was good. hoping for 10. It's uh, one pound a week, four pound a month, and I'll be doing two, three minimum shows a week. Be doing a full roundup of all the football on a weekend, Premier League um, champ, 
League One, two, non-league, uh, a European roundup. Last week's are both up. Um, Merseyside football shows, Liverpool, Everton, Tramia, non-league. Loads of specials. I've got an, uh, an hour pod with an Aston Villa fan, just you know, asking them about what their season's going to be. Obviously, reflecting on their mental result last weekend. Um, hopefully, got a Sheffield United one coming up. Just generals football. There, there will be some Tramia stuff on there, but the Tramia stuff will always find its way onto this as Tramia for free as well. It might just be on my Patreon for a week or two. It's if Paul Paul's contacts can help me out get some interviews. Um, but yeah, so if if you like your podcast, I'm going to be doing some other crazy ones like conspiracy theory ones. I've got some um, documentary. There'll be full like audio documentaries on um, all football stuff. Like I, I think the Italian ninety one is going to be my first one. Um, I'm going to be doing one on f- football without fans soon as well and just like is for ruining the game the Premier League I'm going to do try and get one on um, this ridiculous pay-per-view stuff as well so if you like your podcast and if you've got a pound a week to spare obviously if you don't by all means don't um, but if you if you can support it's just me trying to earn a little bit of extra money while I'm not in work um, patreon.com forward slash Matt Hibbert the link is on my Twitter it's in my pin tweet at Matt Hibbert on Twitter it's the pin tweet there pound a week four pound a month and you're getting loads of football podcasts every single week to you. So if you can support, please do. But don't feel like obliged to. Um, so yeah, if you can support, please do. But if not, um, go and brick Paul Harper's mansion in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say? I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you. The, the podcast you did was were really good. Well, and considering you were just talking to yourself, um, well worth a listen. So if if people can. Go and give uh, Mark a Patreon sub- subscribe, please. Cheers, Paul. And do you know what the weird thing was? I, that I did both of them. Like, I did them in one take. I, I did them as if I was live for some reason. And it was only at the end of the European one. I went, why have I... D-? I could have stopped at any point and just you know, caught my breath or gone to find a fact. But I did them as if I was going out live and was like, fuck. So don't worry, folks. Like, the production will be better from now on when I realise that I don't have to do this... It's the only thing is, I think it makes it easy for me doing the edit if it's all there. I don't have to go through and go, take that little bit of silence out, take that hiccup out, take that burp out, take me slagging off Paul Harper, take giving Paul Harper's address out. If you um, took out all the burps, you wouldn't have no audio left. You'd be down to about three minutes and no one would pay for that, would they? Um, yeah, so, yeah, enough about me. Uh, let's get, let everyone get go and enjoy their Saturday night with a, a hard-earned point that feels like a win under the circumstances. Up the bastard whites, up the COVID-infected whites. Fuck the AFL. Paul, what are you having for your dinner? Shepherd's pie. Oh, God, delightful. Really nice. Good old-fashioned British food, Paul. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah, the Shout best. Shout the missus. Oh, lovely stuff. You're going to have a beer as well. I'm going to have a beer as well. I've got a bo- one bottle of Mao in the uh, in the fridge. Uh, I think I might have it after I've had my Donner kebab. All I honestly speaking to my mate Nick today, Nick Roberts, bloody good guy. I follow that Nick on Twitter if anyone wants to follow him. He's a bloody good follow. Um, and we said the only thing we look forward to now is what is watching the game on Saturday. And I look forward to having a Donner kebab on Saturday. Like sad times we live in, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's something to look forward to. Yeah, it is. But, but um, it's a bit sad that. Are you already eating your the pie? The yeah. <laughs> oh God, how unprofessional! Can you believe this? Yeah. You said you wanted to wrap up, so I said, right, let's let's start dishing up. I said wrap up, not, not not dish up. <laughs> Unbelievable! Right You've then, been Paul. Going on for fifteen extra minutes. You're right. Me. 
Paul. Unbelievable. And it's, the, the clock is about to tick to six o'clock. <laughs> um, yeah, if you enjoyed that, get in touch at This Is Tramia on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert, at Paul Harper 82, at Jake Keo double H. That's the This Is Tramia team. Enjoy your Saturday nights, Paul. Enjoy your shepherd's pie. I'm going to go and enjoy my Donna. Have a beer. Celebrate this because um, it's a good day. It's a weird day to be Tramia fan. But once again, as usual, with our backs against the wall, we produce our best performances. Uh, proud day. And it was the stuff that's come out this week about all the community stuff. A proud week to be a Tramia Rovers supporter. Anything to add, Paul? Mouthful Sorry, of you've... mouthful of shepherd's <laughs> pie. <laughs> no, very, very far to be a trumpet <laughs> Paul, eat your shepherd's pie. Let's wrap it up. Um, see you next week if we've got a game. Who knows? See you later. Happy Saturday, everyone. Super white army up the fucking tramia. Everyone, let me check. If you just give us a few words, Paul, I'll make sure the levels are okay. Yeah, the FL fucking wankers. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that recording?